Welcome to Products to Profits with Sarah J. Cross, the podcast for creative product fempreneurs who want to play a bigger game and upscale their business. Well, welcome to the show. I'm Sarah J. Cross, and I'm here to support you on your journey to becoming a successful product business owner with tips, strategies, and stories to support and guide you through the good times and the challenges of running a product-based business. Today, I'm so excited. We are talking with the lovely Ange Ritchie, who's the founder and head goal coach at My Goal Squad. Her overwhelming passion is to help entrepreneurial females who are just stuck on challenges or just not getting the success they want or have just found themselves working solo without support, which led Ange to creating My Goal Squad to make success simple. Welcome, Ange. Thanks, Sarah. I'm thrilled to be here and chat what we're both passionate about. We are, and that's, you know, (laughs) female entrepreneurs, female empowerment, and that's who my listeners are, which is fabulous with the product profits. And um, it's an exciting time because we're at the start of 2022, and it's all about setting those really big goals and trying to work on getting and and reaching those milestones, which everyone wants to. They all set out at the start of every year, as you would know, as a goal. So... Why is goal setting a a game changer to making success really simple? Well, let me start with what happens if you don't have clear goals. You know, we can often get caught up in the busy life where things that other people think are urgent and important and they can suck up a lot of your time, but you're not actually moving the dial in your business or your life. Whereas on the other side, if you have really clear goals, it empowers us to be confident in saying no to things that aren't going to move the dial and yes to the things that are. So really how it makes life and success simple is it helps us prioritize our time, our money and our energy. And as we know, (laughs) anytime that you put your time, money and energy into something, it's going to grow. But it also makes our decisions and our daily actions and therefore our days easy when we know exactly what we're doing, what are we going for and what aren't we, you know, as I was saying before. So we always want to make sure that um, the things that we're choosing to spend our time and energy on aligns to our goals Mm -hmm. and know what isn't going to. So um, to give you a bit of a 101 on how you get your goals and to get to the point of them being the path to simple success, goals come from a vision that we create. So with my clients, I always start with creating their vision for what 12 months time, what is their life? What does their dream business look like? Mm -hmm. And then the goals that we pluck out of those are the clear end results of that vision. So goals are the things that you want in your future of life and business that will make your life one that you love and one that you choose. Um, And let me say also that it also stops you living that life of default. You know, I always use this analogy, which I love, um, when you're a goal setter, you're you're sitting in the driver's seat of your life because you know exactly which road you're going to take and where you're driving to. And you've got control of the gear stick, the accelerator, the brake, 
<clears throat> and the door to exit, if you like. <laughs> yeah. um, whereas people that don't have goals, you're sitting almost in the default life, which is what I say is the passenger in the seat. You don't necessarily know where you're going. You might take the options of what somebody else is choosing. So you live the life of somebody else. Mm. So um, setting goals gives you an empowered life. Um, so really, like once you know exactly what you're doing, how you're going to get there and knowing that you need to take the action and what action you're taking and the bite-sized pieces, whether you've got that broken down from your 12-month goals to monthly and then maybe even to weekly, uh, you are going to have this quiet confidence of knowing what you're going to get. You're going to have clarity. You're going to be find it easy to go and take action because it's not overwhelming, whereas often where people... Uh, don't have that goal clarified they don't have the action steps when you get to the point where you're like I wanted to set I want to double my turnover this year you go oh that seems too hard oh go and watch the Netflix series not quite like that but yeah similar yeah yeah so creating these goals gives you this amazing simple success yeah so what do you wish more people knew about goal setting for your business? Good question. That just writing your goals and putting them on a beautiful page, filing them onto that awesome bookshelf that you look at every time you sit down on your couch isn't going to get you the outcomes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I say, I call myself as a joke, the fairy goal mother. Yeah. Um, the fairy goal mother isn't going to be able to come and take all the actions for you. So you need to do the work. Yeah. So writing goals alone only gives us a 50% chance at getting the results. But the, the biggest game changer to the success is um, having specific accountability appointments with a person that you've committed to on a regular basis. So um, there was an American Society of Training study who did this study and they say that accountability that happens regularly at a scheduled time increases your results by 95 percent so it's really big because humans don't want to say no so if I said to you Sarah oh Sarah how are you going on starting that podcast have you done it and you don't want to say no clearly you've got one because we're on it Um, but humans want to say yes which is why we end up in relationships we sometimes don't want at parties we sometimes regret that we said yes to because we want to say yes so accountability is the game changer that will supercharge your goal setting yeah and it's about taking action and implementing isn't it like and having accountability to push you because not everyone can stay motivated. The goal might be great, but then possibly too great and overwhelming that I can't tell you the amount of women that I speak to who are potentially looking at coaching and we'll talk about, you know, where they're, how their business has got to where it is and why they need help. And they'll say to me, Sarah, I've just been winging it. I've just been flying by the seat of my pants. I actually don't have any goals. I don't know how I even arrived here. So, <laughs> There are a lot of people that just find themselves, then they get to a point where they're feeling a little overwhelmed and they're thinking, I need to get some help. I can't do all Mm. these things. I can't wear these many hats. I've got a family. I've got, you know, children. I've got a house. I've got uh, all these other things that are demanding of me. 
Yeah. And um, it is really about sort of setting clear goals to follow a path that then gives you the clarity and helps you feel less overwhelmed. And like you said, having a simplified life. I mean, one of my favourite books is The 4-Hour Working Week by Tim Ferriss, and it doesn't seem possible to work four hours, but he does that because he outsources so many things. And he actually has really strict boundaries about when he checks his emails. You know, like how many distractions mm. happen through the day? Because I'm constantly getting distracted on Facebook or Instagram, you know, yeah. and messages pop up and then it interrupts <laughs> what you're doing. So I yeah. think that anything is possible if you do have a goal and you work. That's right. And I guess the other part to accountability is when often people will get stuck if they uh they don't know how to move forward on something or they've tried something and they they might get stuck and then the stories kick in where they're like oh I knew I wasn't very good at this or I yes I knew this didn't wouldn't have worked yeah when you have accountability there's someone there to give you the positive support that helps you keep moving forward so like you were saying helps you keep taking the action on a regular basis and the cool thing about that is it builds momentum and results come from a, a a habit of momentum of building and taking action on a regular basis and so like you were saying about the example of the person that you often get talking to you about I've I don't know what I'm doing I've never set goals and I've just got to this successful place um they've got momentum because they might be like it might be a scattergun approach but they're taking a lot of action they're doing lots of things but imagine if that person had clear goals, they would then see what's working, what's not, what's what's valuable use of their time, what's moving the dial, what's not. So I go back to that 80-20 rule of like, all right, 80% of your results comes from 20% of your work or your clients or whatever it is. If you know exactly what you're doing, then you could get down to that four-hour work week potentially because you could get rid of all the busy and the clutter or outsource it yeah well I'm a big fan of outsourcing and Mm. I I believe that you know you should uh, focus on your strengths and Mm -hmm. outsource those parts of your life or whether it be getting someone in to clean your home if you really hate you know cleaning the bathroom (laughs) Um, it's a good idea for everyone yeah down to just like simplifying things because I think sometimes people think that they can do it all Mm. And it's, it can really make life less enjoyable. And, and sometimes the business ends up controlling them rather than it being the, the real reason they set out to have a business was to have flexibility and to have, yeah. you know, freedom of choice. And, um, and then the business can take over and mm. them, and they're no longer in the driver's seat. That's right. That's mm. right. I love that. I think always checking in is really good. So whether, I mean, some people just set their goals at the start of the year and they get to the end of the year and that's when they do the check-in. But I I would always say every quarter is really good to look back and go, all right, are there any goals that I haven't taken action on? All right, cool. Do you want to? Sometimes we don't. Let's just take them off. Yeah. Don't worry about it. (laughs) So, So, Ange, do you have any strategies or techniques that you would recommend to someone who's feeling stuck in their business? Yes, absolutely. Loads, but I'll, I'll keep it to a couple. Yeah. <laughs> so starting small, um, often when you've 
been in a place of overwhelm or some people at the moment, even though it's the start of the new year, they're like, oh, I just don't want to go back again yet to maybe a stressful way of living and things. So just start small and build that momentum. So maybe it is that each week, maybe don't start with setting your whole goals for the year. Um, Start with setting a goal for this week. So maybe that, but that goal needs to be something that's going to move the dial in your business. So an example could be, all right, this week, I'm going to send an email out to my database with an offer, or it could be, I'm going to arrange a a call with my coach and get a bit of guidance on what to start with. Or I might um, set up a lead magnet for the website and an email journey. And, And then make sure that you take that action. So if it's only one thing, then it's easily able for you to do it. And then I want you to feel really proud once you've done it. And then do that again next week and do that again the next week and then the fourth week. And then you look back over the month and you're like, cool, I've made four really great moves that have moved the dial in my business and I've built momentum. Oh, I can do this. Great. So then you might set two things each week and maybe that's going to be a better way or an easier way to build up to building your goals for the year. Although I always like to say like it's it's ideal if you can look forward where do you want to be at the end of the year and then come back to to work towards that. Yeah. Often when people start where they are, they think about how much money is in their business bank account and how much they can afford, et cetera, et cetera. Um, rather than creating their goals from a place of possibility. Because mm. often when we write goals, I don't always know how I'm going to achieve all the goals that I put on, but you've got to put it on because the universe, without getting too woo-woo, it helps you. It supports you. Yeah. 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 I think where um, your focus goes, the energy flows, they say. And I really think about the law of attraction. I'm a really big believer in that. I've had a manifesting coach and Mm. I've had also someone, um, Kimberly, who was on my podcast last year. And it's amazing what she has manifested as someone who's, I think, only in her late 20s. It's quite incredible um, what she has achieved. And it really is about focusing on all your energy into Mm. like those goals that you're setting, those visions that you, you know, where you can see yourself almost like sitting in the driver's seat, like literally of your dream car. And she, she manifested a Tesla. That was her dream car. Oh and my gosh. That and she saved a hundred thousand dollars after wow. she's been traveling and she's now engaged and she manifested him. She oh my gosh. Her ideal man, and that was who she found. So I really think that you have to focus on mm. that energy. Like that energy flows to where your focus goes. Like it's so true. Yes. Yeah. And so when you are looking at or the dream life that you want to have. I talk a lot about really feeling that like you are talking about as well. You've got to feel how good that is, Mm. feel the feelings of being and having that success and then take that into that today's activities that you're going to do, whether it's the, you know, send an email out to the database, uh, whatever it is, take that positive energy because that's what you will send out with the email or put into the website changes that you make. Um, But success does come from positivity um, and believing. Funnily enough, I had all the 
types of all the features of my dream man or my three year. So I do three years, two years, one year goals. Um, and I had it in my three year and I met him almost two years ago. Anyway, I got a fright of my life when I one day looked at my goal sheet after we'd been dating for six months and I was like, oh my gosh, you've got to come and read this. This is all descriptors of him. <laughs> and now <laughs> and you're the, getting married. And then we're getting married in two weeks. Yeah. But um, And I was like, even the house we're living on, that's what I dreamt of wow. on my sheet. So I totally, yeah. I'm a big believer in the the vision, the manifestation. Yeah, you do have to, I think, give yourself permission. And I think you also have to visualise yourself sitting in, you know, whatever it is or doing what it is that you really love. I mean, we've done our sea change last year, um, which I was telling you about before we started today. And, I mean, that's always been a vision of ours. It's always been a goal of ours. It was just a matter of timing and, and making it work. And... Um, I, I could never go back to city life, like living by like, a coastal village is just me, you know, it's, yes. uh, it's something that we could see ourselves in and you've got to just focus on the, those goals, but it doesn't always happen straight away when you want things to happen. Yes. You have to obviously take smaller steps to get there. That's right. But it doesn't matter if, if you don't actually achieve hundred percent of your goals this year, you might, that's okay. You might get 80% of the way and you might get them 100% the following yeah. year, but yeah. you've got the focus in the right place. Speaking of which, there's one other strategy I'd suggest for if you're feeling stuck in your business, and that is creating a vision board. And I don't know whether you have one, I've Sarah. One. Yes. Have you? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Amazing. I've got quite a lot on mine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> great, great. So I'd also say that if you're a visual person in particular mm-hmm. um, or you're creative, then go grab some magazines, grab the airline magazines, the weekend magazines from the paper, get some glue, get a piece of cardboard and some scissors and spend some time creating um, your own vision board. So cut out images, words, um, or even get a piece of paper and you can write out things that you're wanting. So you might want to have hired two staff uh, yeah. by the end of the year. Put that on there. I have two staff working for me doing X and Y. And create this vision board and then put it up around you in your office. Um, but use that as something that you can look at on a daily basis that yeah. puts the dreams and future ideal life and business into your subconscious mind so seeing it over and over again it will go in and then our brains are this problem solving machine which is fabulous so they can be solving how am I going to get those two staff um, hired in my business this year so you might get those 2am wake-ups just from having this vision board that you look at every day. But it's also really great to fill an uh, empty space on your wall. (laughs) That is a a perfect way. Like you said, um, if you're a higher creative, you're generally more of a visual learner or you you enjoy um, visualisation and even, um, you know, like the likes of like Instagram, for instance, because it's all product-based, you're sort of visualising how many beautiful things there are that you want. Yeah. So it is a matter of actually then having something that you frequently see because then it's obviously you're putting it out to the universe too as to what you really want. Yeah. That awareness, isn't there? Absolutely. I've actually still got my vision board from when I was like 19 and I 
there's a really great recipe on there because I love I wanted to entertain and things and so I'll take the whole vision board to the kitchen just yeah. for the recipe yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah and so why do you think people fail at setting goals and what are their biggest challenges yeah um I mean there's so many things that can stop people but number one I think many people weren't taught correctly how to create powerful goals and what the whole system is behind it which is what my passion is about and what led to my goal squad being created I realized that without having the tools and the strategies how can everyone be expected to go out and succeed if they don't know how to so um, I mean in a cute little line I sort of say that I teach people how to sorry, what they didn't learn at school, uni or work um, in how to achieve powerful goals. So many people were taught that smart method, which is good, but it's only part of it. So like we've already talked about today, you setting goals, there's what language you use, what the essential um, additional things are. Like I always ensure that we write why you want that goal, because that's the emotional connector. Yeah as to whether you take the action or not. Um, And then writing out the strategy, the breaking it down to monthly, scheduling it, Mm -hmm. and then the mindset things around goal setting that most people don't understand. It requires either discipline or a coach if you need external um, (coughs) support and accountability. Some people are internally driven and they can just go off discipline, which is awesome, but you can't buy that. (laughs) And do you think Um, like the biggest challenge is sometimes the fear of, of creating those bigger goals? Like, you know, sometimes people are a bit afraid of the possibilities of something working out, you know, like, (laughs) you know, especially if they're financial, especially if they're financial big goals, Do you think that there is also um, a little bit of fear and that's why people fail because they kind of (laughs) set themselves up for not achieving or putting it out there and telling people like this is what I'm working on or I'm I'm going to be this at the end of the year and then obviously there can be people that will knock that down and go oh yeah right you're not going to be you know at that point or how are you going to do that? Yeah, for sure. I think overwhelm is a huge one because if you haven't set goals before, if they haven't worked, um, it's hard to have faith in the system. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Got yeah. yeah. a tickle in my throat. So being overwhelmed, um, the good thing there is like start small or have your big goal, but maybe just choose one big goal and then write the stepping stone. So if there was 10 steps to achieve this one big exciting goal then what would those 10 steps be and write them down at the time you're excited you're feeling positive um and then yeah write those steps down so that you know that you could wake up tomorrow and go and confidently take the first step yeah maybe it's a bit scary because it's a new goal but you will still be able to take a bite-sized step of action towards that goal so I love that yeah, bring the overwhelm down and start small, start simply. I always suggest that um, writing a goal under each of these four categories gives you quite a balance in life. What I also say is 
you can't have and achieve or you can't set and achieve a goal in one area with, without it affecting all other areas yeah. or other areas in your life, right? Yeah. Yep. So if you choose to go and start training and compete in a marathon, well, that's hours of training and you're going to end up tired, you'll eat more, yeah. <laughs> you might want to go to bed more. But maybe, you know, you sharing that with your partner, they might be like, oh, why do you want to do that? That's a stupid goal or whatever it is, whatever their response is, that might all be stemming from, well, they miss out on time with you yeah. from you doing this. So I always think when you set your goals, share them with people that you know are going to be supportive. Maybe it's other people that have their own goals. They don't have to be the same. So you can check in on a weekly basis to be like, hey, Sarah, how are you going in buying the horse that you wanted to get? I don't know whether you want to buy a horse, but you know, the, okay. it, yeah, it could be it could, whatever the goal is. It doesn't have to be the same, but just, you, just someone putting energy and asking yeah. will give that validation. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's great. And, and some, so, oh, sorry, sorry, you go. Sorry, you go. Oh, some people think setting goals is a waste of time. You know how sometimes they're like action takers. They're mm. like, oh, I don't want to plan. Let's just go. You know, it might be like those people that don't like to plan a holiday or book their hotels and their trip. They just like to go and wing it. Mm. Well, there's a saying that it's like most good things in life are 99% preparation and 1% perspiration. Mm. That's there for a reason. Mm. I mean, it's funny that many big corporates have business plans and that's to give clarity and make life of the the business success simple so let's apply that also to life so if you set your goals to keep it simple for you in career health personal and finance mm. setting one in each of those areas should give you a nicely rounded um, setup for the yeah. year yeah that's great so and how would you suggest keeping track of your goals and to stay motivated throughout the yeah. year like if you don't for instance have a coach yeah suggesting get one get someone that mm-hmm. can help you yeah uh, yeah for sure I mean getting someone that's going to be supportive of what your goals are or help you writing the goals is definitely yeah. um a good idea but if if you want to get started yourself I mean I started off with an excel spreadsheet and yeah. just down the left hand side I, I wrote four categories finance health personal and career yeah. and setting one of one of the goals for the next 12 months in each of those categories yeah and then while you're there write your by when which will be the 31st of December um yeah. and then write your why And if you're a fan of Simon Sinek, which I am, he's the man that's all about the why. why, Yeah, he was. Yeah, ask five whys. Yeah. Yeah. So if you say you might want to hire two staff members in your business, so um, so that you know, hire two staff by 31st of December um, to do marketing and PR. Let's say. What's your why behind that? Oh, so that the jobs can be done and I don't have to do them. Well, what's the why behind that? So I can have two days off to be able to be more present with my family or to be better in my business for the other three days I work in it or to get more better. You know, get something that's then going to be the why that is going to connect to your emotion that you're like, boom, that's what I want. Yeah. Um, So... 
whether it's in Excel or just get out a big piece of butcher paper, but stick it up on your wall. Yeah, yeah. And make sure like a vision board that you can actually revisit and see it and visualise things because that's how a lot most of us do like to learn, don't we? We absorb information by seeing things um, over and over. And when I do the um, retreats that I was telling you about as part of my mastermind program, uh, we do a 90-day goal-setting exercise. And the 90-day goal exercise is all about setting the goal and then looking at what could stop you achieving that and then what you're going to reward yourself and be able Mm. to measure it by because you have to be able to measure I believe like a goal has to be something that has got a metric so it's either lose weight well is that going to be dropping down to a size 10 or getting on the scales or you know running a marathon like be able to run uh, 30 kilometers without stopping you know like there has to be a number or a measure Absolutely. attached to something rather than saying I just want to grow this you know it's like well how much and what could potentially stop you mm. and then what are you going to do to reward yourself when you reach that what are you going to celebrate it with it might be a massage it might be you know gold class movie it could be <laughs> anything that you know a new handbag like it could be it's just got to be something that you're passionate about that resonates with you yes and I've said to them like at the end of the retreat please do not get home and go and put this away and file this workbook this needs to be out there sitting and looking at you every day so that you actually know those goals for the next 90 days because it's 90 days not a year it's Mm. less it's bite size it's you know it's actually a lot easier to do I think in 90 day blocks Mm. um you can get them done and it's amazing how many of my clients have said to me that was the best exercise I really had to think hard I really know what I'm doing now I feel really clear and I already know what could potentially stop me from getting there yes and it's funny eliminated that we know what's going to stop us yeah. most of the time, right? Yeah. And sometimes we're allowing us because yeah. of self-sabotage because yes. we don't want to do it or, yeah. you know, we might think we're not very good at it so we do a crappy job at something and then you proved yourself right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love that. That you can put in place before it's it, because you've got that in your mind that it might be too difficult or too hard or yeah. if you don't get there, it's, you know, you failed. So I think it's always good to sort of eliminate all those possibilities of why it couldn't happen. Yeah. It's, it's amazing what people, I've got two clients that have bought their dream cars when they set their targets at the retreat um, to upgrade yeah. and have their dream cars. And they posted that with photos of them, you know, picking up the cars. And I didn't know that they yeah. put that goal down until they actually reached it. And it was, you know, whether their business had hit a million dollars or um, whatever it was that they were going to get a reward for. And that felt really good to know that that was, you know, like a, a, a really big goal that resonated with them was that they wanted to get their dream car. They wanted to upgrade mm-hmm. from an old car to this. And it was a symbolic of them um, reaching that success in their business, whether it be yeah. you know, a revenue number um and I was like oh it does really work like this is amazing you know what people can achieve 
It does. And whether it be the actual success of achieving the goal, being the reward or the reward that you've written down, which is yeah. the cool car, it yeah. doesn't matter. Whatever the pull is needs to be something so exciting yeah. that you yeah. want to put time and energy into it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. Also, 90 days is good because you don't have time to not do any action taking. Mm. So with a year, unless you define it down and the actions into monthly activities that you have to take, you could probably sit on your hands. But with 90 days, um, you have to be pretty much in action depending on your goals every day or every other day. And when you were talking about um, getting distracted, when we were saying if you don't have clarity on what, what are you going to achieve this year and having clear goals and things you can get caught on Facebook or Instagram. Yeah. So I love putting my goals for the week or the month on in notes. So just type it into notes on your phone, screenshot it and make that your lock screen. Because ah. Every time you go into your phone, yes. often it's easy to habitually check emails or Facebook yeah. or Instagram. Instead, you look at this list and you're like, oh, yeah, I need yes, to do that. It pops up first and you're like, I can't avoid it. It's, yeah, because the amount of times you do look at your phone, um, you know, it is really important. I've got my dogs as my um, screensaver, so I might take oh. your tip and, um, and, and change it. My kids always say, how come you haven't got us? <laughs> <You've> got <the laughs> dogs. And you've got the dogs. Um, they are teenagers, so maybe, yeah, I don't know. It's funny. Um, <laughs> but I think I might take that tip because that's a really good one because the amount of times I normally do a, um, a word for the year and Ooh, I like that. put it out to clients and you can, there's some cool apps that you can save a wallpaper and I've had words like flourish and, um, you know, uh, all sorts of ones um, that that's the first thing you see when you open your phone and that's yes. like a word for the year. Oh, so, I like but that. I like that one with your goals as your screensaver. Yeah, and you can change it. So if you have just your weekly, then you're changing it each yeah. week. So it doesn't become like that post-it note that you never look at look at anymore because you've seen it so many times yeah you get sick of it yeah Yeah. so that's wonderful (laughs) thanks so much and for being here with us um if my listeners want to find out where where they can learn more about you and what you've got on offer where can they go to find that yeah um so instagram or facebook is just at my goal squad um on the website mygoalsquad.com so it makes it really simple (laughs) I love that name it's fabulous (laughs) well everyone I hope you found today's chat as exciting as I did if you've loved this episode please make sure to share it with a friend or leave us a review so more people can find us it's time for me to say goodbye and I will see you in our next episode this week's episode is brought to you by the creative product institute It's time to scale your business to the next level, stop wearing all the hats and get the business and life balance that you dream of. Head to sarahjcross.com for more information. Loved this episode of Products to Profits? Head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate and leave a review. It's very much appreciated.